This is the Doctor. President-elect of the High Council of Time Lords. I am definitely a madman with a box. Anyone for Jilly, baby? I'm the Doctor. I'm 904 years old. I'm from the planet Gallifrey in the constellation of Castabras. Hey, you fans, welcome to the Big Blue Box Podcast. My name's Gary. My name's Adam. And we're at episode 62. Mm. Weeks are rattling by. Oh, they certainly are. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed The Girl Who Lived on Saturday. Just I'm gone. Looking forward to talking through that one with you, mate. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting talk. I, I have no idea what you think of it. <laughs> yeah, same as usual, mate, same. Well, I'm glad because I did get ticked off. I did sort of slightly comment on on Facebook this week, and uh, I think it was Kieran Knight, one of our listeners, said, "Oi, Adam, you're not supposed to say." And I was like, <laughs> "I know," <laughs> even though I, it was a very vague comment. But I suppose yeah, you could you could get an overall impression from what I said. Right. So uh, I was thinking, hopefully Gary hasn't seen it. <laughs> no, I didn't see it, mate. No, it was it was buried deep. I thought there's no way anyone will notice, <laughs> but but straight away one of our listeners was onto it. Oh, that's pretty cool, though. Our yeah, listeners, I liked they're, it. they're hustling straight away. Yeah, I loved it. I was <laughs> like, ah, oh, slap on the wrist. <laughs> yeah. Who was that, Kieran? Uh, I'm well. I'm pretty sure it was Kieran Knight. Yeah. Kieran Knight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah one of our listeners. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah, so I'm very much looking forward to talking through this week. Yes, and we got a couple of really cool news items as well. Oh, it's been it's been a good week for news. Um, yeah, some some good stuff. Yeah, not a lot of news, but the news is what we have got has been good. <laughs> yeah, the news has been a bit. Uh, it, this kind of happens, though, doesn't it? When um, when uh, a new series of Who is just started, and we're a few weeks into it, it does die down a bit. The, the was, news stuff. Yeah, and I was thinking we're already halfway through. Can you believe that? Hmm. Aren't we? Nuts. Yeah, we are, aren't we? We're, we're pretty much halfway through, which is just yeah, incredible. Yeah. We, we always see loads of rumours and all that stuff flying around, but you know us, we don't do rumours here. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we try not to anyway. What have you been up to, Birdie? Uh, do you know what? I've had such a cracking um, few days. Uh, it's been great, actually. I, um, if anyone was listening to the last week's podcast, I was rambling on about going to the uh, TV and movie fest in Peterborough, and um, I wasn't sure if I was going to get to go. But uh, we got up at 8 o'clock that morning, set straight off, had a really good run. It took us about just under two hours to get there. And boy, was I glad I went. It <laughs> was I just had such a good day. I tell you, really just brilliant. Um, I met Peter Davison, the, the governor. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> he, was, he was on good form, yes. <laughs> Adam, Adam, how, how are you? Good. That's, that's him, that's <laughs> him. I, I was worried, though, because when I first got there... Um, there was like nobody queuing. He was just sat there signing. And then this one bloke sort of shuffled up to him. And he honestly, Gary, his face just looked like thunder. I thought, oh, no, he's in a bad end. Because <laughs> was, I thought, oh, I thought, well, maybe he's not started yet. Maybe he's, you know, do you know what I mean? Maybe he's got there because he was just signing picture after picture that they obviously sell online and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, maybe he's thinking, oh, I haven't clocked on yet. Because he looked at this guy and I thought, oh, no. So after he got his thing signed, I was like thinking, well, shall I? there's no one here. Shall I just risk it? So I did. I just went up and I said, hello, Peter. Good to see you. Um, I'm going to get my Regenerations box set and I've got 
Sylvester's sign that see all the second doctor and I rambled on a bit, but he was great. Actually, <laughs> despite his initial look to this guy, he was really nice. I had a really good chat with him. Cool. Uh, I said to him, what's happening with the five ish doctor sequel? Um, and he's, cause I actually started to wonder if I'd imagine that they, that was announced, wasn't it? That they were going to do a second one. It was pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we talked about it. Yes. Yeah. Because he sort of looked at me a bit blank at first. I thought, Oh, I haven't, I haven't dreamt have I? Cause <laughs> sometimes my life does drift into dreams of reality. Um, but yeah, he said to me, basically it's not happening. He said, it's, it's just, um, they thought about it. They, they threw around a few ideas and it just seemed like, he felt it was better to just leave it at one. He just said, I, I just thought about all the people we had in the first one and how are we going to top it? Uh, we'd have to pay people. When He said it just, you know, just in the end, I just decided it was better to leave it as one. So, ah, okay. so as things go, it looks like that's, that's off the cards. But yeah, I had a really nice chat with him about it and he was good. And I finally got a decent picture with him because cool. as, as you know, I've got two really blurry pictures where I've met him before at various <laughs> things over the years. And, and so finally got a good picture with him. Uh, I also met our old mate, John Levine, ah. uh, Sergeant Benton himself. And I, again, I had such <laughs> a really nice long chat with him. Um, because there, there were a lot of people there, but the queuing in that was really, there was hardly anybody queuing. Surprisingly, there was two people from Blake Seven, um, Jacqueline Pierce and Paul Darrow, um, had a massive queue. And I was really pleased about that because you know I love Blake Seven. Blake! Blake! <laughs> um, so they, yeah, so they had a massive queue, but like uh, John Levine and Peter Davison weren't bad. I mean, I was chatting to John Levine for ages. He just he told me to go and sit next to him. He was like, come and come and sit next to me. So I went and sat around the other side of the table and we were just chatting about his mum who just passed away and oh. fandom and Hootube and but he's so right. he was like going from one subject to the other. It was a very yeah, it was a crazy afternoon. <laughs> um so that was all good. It was just a, such a good event. Really, yeah, got got a few autographs, got my box set signed, I got chatting to, you know, some fans. Uh, took loads of pictures of the props. Brilliant day. I was so, so pleased I went. Oh, nice one, man. Yeah, and the thing is, same as when we were at the one the other week, as soon as you come out, I'm just thinking, right, when's the next one? When's the next one? I just, <laughs> I just can't wait to just, I just want to go to more and more. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a bug, isn't it? It is definitely a bug. Yeah, yeah I was thinking, like, I'm, I'm so hyped for the, the festival now. I just, oh, I just can't come around quick enough. I just, yeah, I just love being around other fans as well and just chatting to people and, you know, it's good to speak to some fellow Blake Seven fans as well because, uh, um, yeah, I, I think I've said before, I have I can't get my other half into it, so I never get to talk to anyone about Blake Seven. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so man. it was nice to have a good chat uh, with somebody in the Blake Seven queue. Um, so yeah, fantastic weekend. Um, in just in other news, quickly, uh, Underwater Menace turned up, um, so I've been watching a bit of that. Oh, um, cool. Yep. Uh, do you know what the extras on it? Although they are, there's not many extras on it. They're really enjoyable. Like the second part of that TV center thing that we were talking about the other week. Yeah. Really, really nice. Really good fun. Um, a fishy tales little documentary about it is, is quite interesting as well. So I watched a bit of that. And I also polished off the last story in doom coalition as well this week, which was okay. Yeah. I think the first two are definitely the strongest in that set. Yes. Uh, the yeah. second two are enjoyable, but they're not as good, but yeah, the first two are brilliant in that set. So, yeah, it's been quite a busy Who week. It's been quite a busy Who week. Yeah. I will just say, actually, as well, the, um, they had a panel at this Peterborough thing, and Peter Purvis and Peter Davison were on the same stage, and it was a really good panel. Peter Purvis was talking about an adventure in space and time, um, just saying okay. how – he said it was kind of inaccurate in places, but he thought it was really good, and he loved um, 
David Bradley's performance. He thought he was fantastic. He said he, you know, it wasn't like he, he didn't try and impersonate William Handel, but he said it was a brilliant performance. Um, but he said Maureen O'Brien, who also obviously worked to Peter Hart, William yeah. Hart at the time, yeah. didn't enjoy it. And he said it was so interesting because they both worked on the show, you know, with William Hartnell, but they had such contrast when it came to, you know, he, the actual adventure in space and time. But it was a great panel. It was really interesting to sort of hear his thoughts on it and stuff. So yeah. I love David Bradley. He's cool. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, still one of my favorite things. I, I just love, I love it. Absolutely love that, that mm. drama. It's, yeah. um, it's emotion. Oh, it definitely sure. is. Yeah, definitely is. <laughs> So, um, so that was my last few days, mate. What have you been up to? Well, I think my uh, my last week pales in comparison to yours, by the sound of it. I've done very little. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you went, though, because I remember after we recorded last week, mm. um, you were saying, oh, should I go? Should I not go? I was like, oh, it does look pretty cool. And, and you were like, yeah, but the traffic and, you know, it's at least a couple of hours. So I'm glad that you decided to go in the end. So yeah, it was cool. one of those things where we do, it could have, it's, I mean, it's not the, it's a couple of hours drive. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things because it's, you know, um, motorway and stuff. It, it can go two ways. It doesn't take a lot to go from a two hour journey to a four hour journey if mm. there's traffic or accidents. So it was a bit, but yeah, yeah, I'm glad I went. Yeah. yeah. But, you, but you've got some good stuff coming up this next, this weekend, haven't you? Uh, yes, I'm off to uh, so honey, so hopefully sunny Wales. Mm. <laughs> um, we're recording us on Wednesday, the twenty eighth. Yeah, so from Thursday, uh, I'll be over in the um, in the valleys. Mm, in so the valley, gonna, yes. We're going to do. Um, going to go near Swansea and Caerphilly and Cardiff and all that jazz, but we're not doing the Who experience this time, uh, purely because we've done it twice this year already. Mm. So um, yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think I, I just think that. You know, the family would be a, a tad bored this time round. Yeah, third time there might be a bit. Mind you, they do change all the time, but probably more interesting if you're a fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just going to do that stuff. Um, take a bit of time out, family stuff, and really just the last week, just watch the the review episode as usual, a couple of times. Mm -hmm. uh, I got my email notification to say that my my little pop Funko is on its way. The little David Tennant special dish. Um. In the orange suit, so I'm looking forward to getting that. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, and that's pretty much it, really. Yeah, like <laughs> I say, I, I do. You're going to get to the castle, aren't you? As well, the Carfilly Castle. Philly Castle. Yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah that's going to be do, awesome. Do love a castle. Yeah, I'm taking the camera as well. So I'll, anything that I can spot, location-wise, who-wise, I'll, I'll stick it on a Facebook page. Oh, great! I do love yeah. my dot two locations. <laughs> oh, you do. I do. That's a point. Yeah, if you guys haven't checked out Adams, um, you've got a, at least two on the Geeks Handbag channel, right? Yeah, I've got the Android Invasion and um, Devil's End. That's uh, it. Yeah. The Demons location. Yeah, two two location videos. Yeah, they're really really good. If you guys haven't checked out Adams' channel yet, the Geeks Handbag, go and have a look. Those oh, location shoots. Yeah, they're really good. They are fun to do, and they, I guess they've kind of got buried a bit down because they were. Gosh, see, time flies. I'm thinking they're last year, but they might even be the year before. I've kind of lost track. Um, but they were great fun to do. I love going to locations. I think I'd be in heaven in Cardiff, wouldn't I? I mean, you've been there a few times. I think I'd be absolutely loving it. Yeah, I would. I'd love to do a location shoot. Yeah, well, we should do one. We'll, we, maybe if we get this um, Doctor Experience meetup sorted next year, we could we could do that, couldn't we? We could do the ah, tour. Yeah, That'd what a cool idea. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an idea. That's an idea for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys let us know if you're interested in that we'll sort it out 
Oh, I know a few people have already said, actually. In fact, a couple of people have asked me over the last few months, oh, you, when are we doing it? When's it happening? And I was like, oh, yeah, because I, I often forget with everything going on, the stuff we've said. <laughs> I don't know about you. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think there are a few people who will be up for that. Well, if the fans want it, we'll, yeah. we'll do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's me, mate. Just been lazy, really. Lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Work stuff always gets in the way. That's it, it, mate. Yeah. Indeedy. Uh, Rightio, uh, we've waffled for long enough, haven't we? Mm hmm. Shall we land it and do the news? Yeah, let's do it. We might need an electric guitar soon. Yeah, it's looking that way, isn't it? Seems like um, when we see the Doctor and the TARDIS these days, he's always playing that damn guitar. <laughs> With the pedal. I've got visions of us actually just recording this podcast in black sunglasses, <laughs> you know, before long. Just both sat either side of the computer, shades on, guitar at the side. <laughs> um, I kind of agree with you. Mm. But I think, yeah, I think your hatred for the sonic shades will uh, put the kibosh on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll come on to them later because they do feature again, don't they? But they anyway. Do. Yeah. Anyways, news. Uh, big one, this. Well, fairly big. Uh, our good friends, not personally, mm. but our good friends, <laughs> David Tennant and Catherine Tate are coming back. Yes. To do a brand new series on TV for Doctor Who. Re what? what? <laughs> joking, joking. Yeah. You. Uh, you tease. Yeah, so the... Um, <laughs> so the big Finnish guys have finally landed some current, or recent, should I say, uh, Doctor Who actors. Because mm. so far it's all, I'm not sure if this is a contract thing, but so far they've always had classic uh, Doctors and companions and stuff. Mm. And I think the most recent that we would have seen outside of Doctor Who would be the Torchwood and the unit stuff. Yeah. So this is like, this is like proper recent. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say. I mean, it's kind of been building up gradually, isn't it? You know, especially this year. Yeah. What with all the River Song and and uh, Churchill years and all that stuff being announced, so we've kind of been building up to this. Um, it still does feel like quite. I've got to say, a surprise. It's not a surprise, but I don't know. It's almost as if Big Finish are actually starting to become the actual home <laughs> of Doctor Who, aren't they? In 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 their sort of output. I mean, they're really just on fire at the minute yeah. with the stuff that they're they're producing and, and the forthcoming releases that you know like the war doctor box set oh, i'm so looking mm -hmm. forward to that um but they are becoming like the the natural home of doctor who at the minute uh if you think about you know what they've got on their schedules coming out it's it's incredible mm. um, and what brilliant news i mean the the little i'm assuming you've seen it the little video of tenant and tate together um yes we put that little, on our facebook page yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. I was gonna, but what a what a great! It just reminds me how much I love those two together. Yeah. Um, when Catherine's trying to be serious and describe David, and he's just pulling faces to the side of her, and she's kind of oblivious to it. And <laughs> it's just yeah. they are just so great together. Um, and I'm a big fan of Donna uh, as a companion. I, I just think they work brilliantly together. So I I'm so excited for this. Yes, I think a lot of people are excited because he is a very popular Doctor. Oh, no doubt. Without, yeah. yeah, without question. So it's really good that, and like you say, Big Finish seem to be really moving forward with having like some of the best stuff for Who because 
um, it's it's one of those things where if the TV series is not quite, you know, performing and but you know it's not getting reviewed that well. Mm. Uh, Big Finish is one of those things that you can just immediately go to, you know, to get your and especially with things like like you say the River Song and yeah and now the Tenth Doctor Adventures and the War Doctor and stuff. That's they're the kind of stories that you can just jump onto and, and check out when there's either no Doctor Who on TV or if it's just like, oh, that was a bit of a mere episode. Mm. You know, let's go and check out some some really cool Doctor Who. So, yeah, it's, um yeah, and they they just seem to be smashing it. Every every announcement is like, as you wouldn't, I would never have guessed that they would have got Tennant and Tate back together to do this at Big Finish at this stage. I thought that it was going to be maybe at least another good few years. Mm, me you know, too. You know, because only because, like I said, I'm not sure if it was a contract thing or whatever, but they seem to, you know, really, really go nuts for the classic stuff, and all yeah. those people, even you know, McCoy and the Bakers and Davison, and even uh, Paul McGann, they really like doing the big finish stuff. Yeah. And I thought that we would have to have another. I thought that we would have to have a decent length of time before. Eccleston and Tennant would be considered almost classic, I guess, mm. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know what you mean. So it does feel like it's um, like it's timed really well. It feels like this is a big step for Big Finish where... Because not to take anything away from the River Song stories that they've got planned and, and that stuff, but it just feels like to have a, to have a, a Doctor from the, the recent Who to do a Big Finish stuff is a big mm. deal. Yeah, no, I agree yeah. with you, and I think I think the timing is good. I mean, Big Finish have been producing audios for quite some time now, and they've been doing the monthly range of all the classic Doctors. Sorry, not all the classic, but with classic Doctors, and this does feel like it's freshening things up and bringing it into the next stage a bit, if you see what I mean. Um, and I think it'll bring new fans to Big Finish as well, because, you know, I've seen comments online from people saying oh, i've never bought big finish but david tennant is a big draw there's no doubt about it yeah you know and you know i saw comments saying you know haven't bought any before but i'll definitely be getting these and i think it will bring bring some people on board i mean they're already doing extremely well but this certainly isn't going to do anything to uh to hinder that i think it's just going to take them from strength to strength yeah. um i just hope they can sort out their distribution because <laughs> uh i'm still waiting for my doom coalition box set which i pre-ordered um and was dispatched weeks ago and i'm afraid i do have quite a lot of issues with big big finish in terms of their distribution so many things take forever to get to me or whatever but and i know i'm not alone i was chatting to other people about this so hopefully because this is going to be big so they, they really yeah. need to get themselves together i mean I've, I've been buying stuff from them from years and i've you know it's never got any better if you know what i mean i mm-hmm. often have problems with them in terms of actually waiting for stuff to arrive yeah. Um, so it's not enough to get the rant theme out, I'm afraid, as much as I want to hear it. But yeah, this is going to bring in a lot of business for them, and I, I think it, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, I, did you order the? Because I ordered the limited edition. I one. did. Yes. Yes, I thought you would. Yeah. 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 So they're doing um, the standard CD and an MP3 download, but you can also get the um, this special edition, which I think if you guys have um, have got any of the other special edition things from Big Finish. Mm. Um, it's kind of like in a in a larger book format, isn't it? And yeah, it's it's really cool. So I'm looking they're forward to really that. Ni- they're really nice. It's going to say, yeah, the sort of yeah the book sort of format got lots of nice glossy pictures. And yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth getting. I think it's quite limited. Is it five thousand or? Mm, I, I know that sounds a lot, but if you think about what that sells, yeah, I think it's yeah. five thousand. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I, I jumped in there straight away and got that. But you can buy them. That's going to be the three stories together. And then you can buy them singly if you want, can't you? So you can get yes. the stories individually or in this limited set, the three together. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, and that's going to be out in May next year. Right. So not too long. Not too long, really. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, if you think about when we booked the festival tickets earlier in the year, that's come around really fast. Oh, yeah. So, um, and also, buddy, don't hate me. Okay. Don't hate me, but I got my Doom Coalition box set. Ah, oh, everybody's got it. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, what's the point of pre-order? Okay, get where's that rant? Uh, is is it going of, that way? Yeah. What's the point of pre-ordering something and everybody getting it? Ah! <laughs> 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 I love it. So, I, just want, I just wanted to rant just to hear that, actually. I think that we should have a serious investigation into your postman. Yes, I, somebody else did that because I was talking the other week, wasn't I, yep. about my, my magazine being mysteriously opened and read before it arrived. Yeah, there's something going on. There's well, something going on. Yeah, well, you've had packages disappear quite regularly over the years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is not a coincidence. This is not a good. This is not good. But um, <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, oh, something about the limited edition. Oh, I've forgotten now. <laughs> you got caught up in the rant. I got caught up in the rant. But yes, so yours has arrived. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'll let. I will let you know when mine arrives. <laughs> it's. It, I, I read you though. It's. It's. Um. It's almost bittersweet. You know, when you order stuff from these places and because we've moaned about Forbidden Planet in the past as well. Mm. And, mm. you know, their stuff used to be atrocious yeah. in the post. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's really bad. So it's really cool that these places do this amazing stuff and then you you bung your money down and then it's nowhere to be seen for for ages. So I, just, I do read it. Yeah, and it's just everyone else getting it. Because as I say, I pre-ordered it and it was supposed to be dispatched ages ago. But you have to wait 28 days. That's the annoying thing. I'm thinking I should have had it weeks ago, but I can't, you can't, they, they say to you, you can't do anything till 28 days. So I'm thinking it's just so frustrating just seeing everybody get it. Yeah. And like, you know, but luckily they do give you the download. So I have been able to listen to it. That is one, that is one thing. Yeah. Um, one day, one day we'll get one day. The, one day <laughs> we'll get onto the subject of Eagle Moss and then we really will need that rap music because oh, they Jesus. are right. the worst. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Let's brilliant, move on. Yeah. Brilliant news. And um, yeah, really looking forward to this coming out. Um, I'm glad we both pre-ordered it. Let's hope we both get it. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Next up. Next up, You're yeah. going to love oh, this yeah. one, mate, aren't you? This is you all over. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, uh, there's been a spin-off movie announced, perhaps not the one you're expecting. Um, K9 Timequake is coming to the big screen. Affirmative. Affirmative in 2017. Um, I have to say, I was quite surprised by this announcement to say the least yes um, i really didn't see it coming i never thought we'd get a canine film um i really don't know what to make of it because i you know i love old canine yeah but, um i've never seen the reboot series that they did um the i don't even know if it was animation was it i don't know what it, i've never seen like the the the, the latest tv series oh, i didn't know i don't think many people <laughs> i didn't i didn't like what they did with the, the look of canine so i never really sort of checked it out i was speaking to someone the other day that actually really enjoyed it so perhaps i should give it a go um but yeah so canine time quake is going to see 2017 it's going to be a multi-million dollar production apparently mm -hmm. um and he's going to be meeting the megalomaniac himself Omega. Omega. 
Yeah, mm. which is again another surprise because out of all the monsters you think they'd pit him against. <clears throat> I mean, I love Omega. <laughs> He's a great, great villain, but yeah. I would never have uh, put him against K9. But yeah, so that's a very interesting combination. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think this is going to... I don't know. It depends how well it's produced, I suppose. I mean, I have to say, I, it looks very kiddie. So I get, I'm guessing from the poster that they've put together for it, however, I'm guessing they're going for the very younger audience here. Um, yeah, yeah. It must which be. I suppose, yeah. yeah, which I suppose they would. I mean, if they get it right, it'll be great fun. Um, I suppose I'm going to have to go and check this one out, aren't I? But yeah, I don't know if it's going to be... I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a smash hit. I'd love it to be, but I don't. Just don't. I just don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. I think as much as much as we love K nine, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if a, a movie just about K nine is going to be enough of a pull. Mm. I think it would have to be. I mean, it's good that they're throwing plenty of money at it. Yeah. Um, however. You can throw tons of money at a film and it still be absolutely terrible, like mm. um, Tomorrowland that Disney did. Oh yeah, I watched that recently. That was yeah. super expensive, um, and you'd have thought that that would have been a blockbuster, like a, a huge hit, but it was just a bit mediocre, yeah. in my opinion. Anyway, um, so I'm, I think it has to be written really well, and I'm not sure what you think on the look as well because they have um, they have sort of teched him up a little bit, and he looks quite different to. Yeah, see, yeah. I don't like I don't like the look. But you don't then like again, it. I knew I think, you wouldn't like it. No, I don't like I like the old look. But then again, I'm old fashioned, so um, I don't know. I think they are going to give him another remake by the sounds of it for the film. So he might look a bit different to what he did in the last incarnation in this in the TV series that they did. Um, I mean, it's written by uh, it's written by Bob Baker, who was one of the original creators, mm-hmm. um, and. I often forget that he also did co-write some of the um, Wallace and Gromit short films, didn't he? Curse yes. of the Weir yep. Rabbit, and they are brilliant. They are brilliant. So it's got some. It's got some good things going for it. Um, yeah, I'll wait and see. I'm not totally sold on it as much as I love K9, but um, I'll probably sneak in and see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take my sister's kid as an excuse. I'll be like, oh, he wants to go and see that canine movie. Come on. <laughs> it's for the kids. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take him. I don't mind. Yeah. So <laughs> like, we'll see on this one. Yeah, we'll, affirmative. We shall affirmative, yeah. So canine time quake. <laughs> Cinemas 2017 on uh, on his 40th birthday. Is it really? No, God. yes. Yeah. <laughs> that really does make me feel old, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to wrap for news. Mm. Um, like we said, only a couple of bits this week. Uh, so now's a good time to crack on with our review. What are we uh, reviewing? This week is The Woman Who Lived. Who's this? Your sidekick? you got your dad as a sidekick. I'm not his dad, I'm the doctor. Is that the best name you could come up with? What says Sam Swift the Quick? It's trying a bit too hard, isn't it? Or are you a little bit slow? You are. I rest my case. No one outwits the nightmare. If you value the life of your sidekick, back off! Put the weapon down! Who's slow now, Doctor? Good question. Please, no, man. I don't want to die. Let's have honor amongst us. Also, can you confirm that I'm not your dad? What do you say, Dad? I should kill him. He'll be dead in a minute. What difference does it make? Kill him and you make an enemy of me. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> there yeah. You 
There I zoned go. out in that clip a bit like I did in the episode, but anyway. <laughs> oh dear. Right, so what's this one about? It's a kind of a kind of part two to last week, isn't it? But also kind of a standalone story. So yeah. Yes, this is interesting, this because they are definitely um single part episodes in my opinion. I think so. There's there's this could have been an episode <gasps> in episode thirteen or something. Yeah. You know, this doesn't this didn't need to be a, a two parter thing. Um so basically the doctor's caught up with a shielder. Um she's been alive for hundreds and hundreds of years. Um and she's basically grown tired of being alive, essentially. And so the doctor turns up, apparently by coincidence. He's searching for um an alien artifact, this M this amulet thing which uh, shouldn't be on Earth, according to the Doctor. And uh, Ashield has been searching for it as well because um, she's kind of uh, in cahoots um, with this guy that looks like this lion out of a programme I used to watch when I was little. Oh, what's that? Um, I think it was called Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it was on, like, Channel 4 or something when I was yeah. seven. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so she's in cahoots with this guy. And um, she thinks that he's going to take her away on some intergalactic voyage and leave Earth, but really he's just using her so he can bring his buddies and destroy Earth and take it over. Mm. And really the bulk of it is about the Doctor trying to um, make a shielder remember who she is and, you know, she's kind of lost faith and, and happiness in the world and in life and... You know, it's kind of a bit of a guilt trip for the Doctor as well. It's very it's very guilt trippy for him. You know, she's always saying that things along the lines, you know, it's things like you shouldn't have, essentially you shouldn't have let me live sort of thing. And he's mm. he's like, I, I tried to save your life. And she's like, you didn't save my life. You kind of imprisoned me in life, that kind of thing. And in the end, she kind of comes good. Um, and it ends very kind of anti-climaxy, I guess. Yeah, very um, weak. We have a little, very brief scene with Clara at the end because she's not in this one, is she? Until the very, very end. Yeah. A brief scene with her. Yes. Um, and that's, that's it. it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, so over, like, overall thoughts, mate, I was a bit underwhelmed yeah. by the whole thing. I don't know about you. Massively. Right. Massively underwhelmed. Yeah. Um, I've watched it a couple of times because very often when I don't, really connect with a story I, I go back and watch it um and yeah my opinion has not changed um i was astounded with the amount of positivity this this got like when i went online straight after the episode and i expected to see it being um ripped to shreds and i just couldn't believe people were raving about it mm -hmm. um and i kept i actually said to the you know the comment i said earlier that i got ticked off by by uh kieran knight um was because um our friend martin from the bad wolf podcast said you know, he thought it was dire. And I, I think I replied with, um, yeah, uh, did I just watch the same episodes as everybody else? Yeah. Because uh, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, I just was like, I've I've got very little positivity towards this episode. I have to be honest. Um, and believe me, I've gone through it and I've really tried to, to pick stuff <laughs> out because I don't like to be down on an episode. Um, but yeah, it didn't do it for me uh, this week, I have to say. Nope, I don't think you're alone. Yeah. Um, See, I was wondering if you were going to like it because I was really surprised the amount of people that liked it. And I thought, oh, is it me? You know, what am I missing? 
Um, and I thought, oh, maybe Gary will like it. You know, maybe he'll, he'll, you know, he'll be able to tell me, you know, what's good about it. Because uh, I really don't see a lot of good in this one. Uh, yeah, it it it's very very strange because a a lot of I say official reviewers. I, I mean things like um, newspaper, magazine reviewers for TV stuff like that. They've a lot of a lot of those guys have said that. Um, it's um, one of the best episodes from current Who, um, and some and some a couple of other reviewers have said it's um, uh, one of the show's best episodes of all time. Oh come on! Um, and it's got a score of nearly ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> and an average score of nine point three. Okay, so what are we missing then? Because I don't get that at all. Yeah, it's um, it's it's tough because I. I, I'm kind of baffled, really, as to when we've had episodes like um, "Under the Lake" um, and the opening, the opening, um, uh, the Magician's Apprentice, and you know episodes like that, which, in mm. my opinion, and we rated them very highly, they were nines, weren't they? Yeah, they were eight point fives and nine point fives and stuff. To me, this episode was nowhere near as good as those ones, and no. I, and I certainly wouldn't say that. It's one of the best episodes of current Who. I mean, that's uh, are we are we missing something really big with this one? Yeah, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking our pe- are our listeners screaming at the you know screaming out at us right now because um yeah what what are we missing? I'm kind of glad well I'm kind of glad in a way that you agree because I did was starting to think it was just me, <laughs> um but but yeah I mean it, it started off okay it started off all right with the, the whole highwayman thing I mean very cliche and apart from the terrible wooden extras at the, you know at the start it was quite an enjoyable scene with once again really peter capaldi just holding it all together yeah um but we've got a shielder now calling herself me um doing a voice of a man uh, which was never explained I mean, what how how was she doing that and why was she doing it we don't we don't know never explained how she manages to throw a voice like that um mm-hmm. although i suppose she's had a lot of time to to practice over the years um so the whole episode's almost a two-hander, really, isn't it? It's just her whinging on, uh, yeah, thanks for saving my life, but you've actually ruined it. Um, and basically, she just wants to leave, isn't it? She's got bored of Earth and, and human beings, and she wants to leave. She wants her to, to, she wants to go traveling with the doctor, basically. She wants the doctor to take her with him on his travels. Yeah, um, yeah and I don't get why the doctor wouldn't just take her for a spin in the TARDIS anyway. I mean, he doesn't have to go... You know, it doesn't have to. She doesn't have to become the companion. But he could have taken her to see some sights after what he's done, couldn't he? Why? Why couldn't he just go off for? A, I mean, he's taken um, Courtney for a trip in the TARDIS before now, so surely it wouldn't have hurt just to have spun off to another planet somewhere and just shown her something a bit more interesting. And you know, yeah. I just didn't get it. It was just a whole. The whole episode was just them back and forth. You know, um, just that really. Yeah, I thought that the plot was just so again a bit like last week. The plot was pretty non-existent. Um, it was a sort of character piece, I suppose. Yes. If, if anything, yeah. yeah. No, it was for sure. Mm. And that—that's the thing, really, that—that that made it not really. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't—I didn't watch it, and and while I was watching it, thinking, Doctor Who's doomed. You know, no. if, if episodes are going to be like this, then we're in trouble. So I—I I wasn't. You know, I didn't think, oh, this is absolutely dreadful. But it was just. I just couldn't latch onto anything that would make me want to go back and watch it again. I've I've seen it twice, mm. and 
I probably will only ever watch it twice. I unless unless it's part of a viewing marathon or or we have to watch it again for some reason. I'm not sure, but mm. I probably wouldn't go back and get this one off the shelf. Put it that way. Yeah, um, I'm, the, I'm the same. It's, it's 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 watchable. If it was on the TV, I'd I'd probably I'd probably have it on in the background. But I certainly wouldn't pick it out to watch again. Yeah, I, I think there there are some positives though. I think script wise, it was written very very nicely. I think it was a I think it was a good script. Like the 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 interaction between the Doctor and and a shielder or me as she likes to be called now yeah and I, and I think that was some of those bits were quite nice where you can kind of feel her pain you know Maisie Williams did a fairly good job of putting across you know what she was feeling about you know she's just desperate to do something else you know because she has been through a lot of heartache I think there was yeah. a scene where she was in front of some wooden cribs because she had had children at some point and they were taken by the plague I think the plague. The plague. The plague. Yes. The plague is coming, yes. Oh, they should have had... This would have been a perfect story for, for that character. Now, he would have saved it. He would, he have, would have saved yeah. it. Because they, they did mention it, that the um, Terraleptiles from the Visitation did get a mention, didn't they? Indeedy. Uh, when, when we were talking about the plague. And, oh, it would have been brilliant if... Um, oh, I wish I could think of the character's name. Yeah. But, but that chap that's in the Visitation who, who goes on about the plague... The plague. Um, yes. would, have been, would have been great if yeah. been in it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So you can see that she's been through a lot in the time that she's been around. Yeah, you know, so you can kind of, you can empathize, you, you can see that she's desperate to to do something else, and she's kind of lost her humanity, really. That's so, true. She's turned to the dark side. She has, you know, the Sith has been calling, <laughs> and and she's now, you know, she's she's over that way. But I would have thought that, like you said earlier, the way in which you can kind of get her out of that kind of thing that she's in would be to just bugger off in the TARDIS for a, for a couple of years, show her the sights, pop, plop her back, and, you know, there you go. The universe isn't that bad, now get on with it sort of thing. Yeah. But he point-blank refuses at every turn. And what's and, the reason for it? Yeah, and I would say that somebody like Clara is more damaged goods than than a shielder. Mm. You know, but he seems yeah. happy to put up with, with Clara bloody banging on in his, his ear every week. And she's a bit of a loose cannon, isn't yeah. she? I mean, she, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, let's, yeah. I was going to say, let's talk about Maisie Williams then as, as we're on, on her. Um, so you said she, you thought she gave a fairly decent performance. I thought she was like something out of a school production, uh, something out of the, I, I really didn't feel any gravitas from her performance at all. No? Um, no, not at all. I thought, as I said, I thought Peter Capaldi was once again carrying the entire episode. Uh, he was giving it a good, um, subtle performance, but now I thought she was as, as wet as a lettuce. Weak, yeah. Really, she really didn't deliver for me at all. I don't right. know why. There, don't know why there's such a fuss made about her. I really don't. Okay, uh, I thought her performance was was pretty good in some places. I wouldn't say that she was going to win any awards, but I thought that her performance was pretty good. Like some of the scenes where. Uh, the flashback scenes and some of the bits where she's, you know, when she ties the doctors to the chair. Yeah. Um, and he's basically not putting up much of a fight. He's still trying to reason with her and stuff like that. And I think that those, that scene there was, was quite cool. And also at the very end as well, when she realizes that, um, that Mr. Lion man, uh, 
um, oh. is kind of not not really on her side and you know she's like what have i done and then she realized she has that realization that she does care she's, but that, that, you know, that's the see that that's one of the that's one of the things that i thought was really bad about this episode she changes her mind in a flash i just thought it was so there was no build-up to it she just suddenly turns good in the space of seconds i was just like that's that's just one of the things I noted. That I just thought was so incredibly bad. Like, oh, she's right. just suddenly like, oh, I really care. What am I doing? These people are dying. I'm like, hang on a minute. You were just you were just happy enough to wipe everyone out like one second ago. I, that that was another thing that just really burnt the bacon for me <laughs> this week. Um, I tell you what, I have got to mention this while I'm thinking about it as well. What is that crazy scene where the doctor jumps? You know, I'm talking about the bit where she suddenly turns good. Right. And the doctor jumps off the stage in like this slow motion almost like Street Fighter effect. Ashilda! Da, 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 da. Like, and it was like really weird bit of editing and, and direction. Like, uh, what was yeah. going on there? Do you know that bit? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was just thinking, what, what's going on here? I thought it was all over the place. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. It, but I did, did, it kind of made me laugh, but I don't think that was the intention. Yeah, I'm not sure, mate. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but that's the bit, that did annoy me, mate. I'm sorry. The way she just suddenly changed and, and turned character, I, I really didn't think worked. Well, I... I I, I thought that bit did work, and I'll tell you why. Because the early one in the episode, the Doctor was when he's trying to say to her, um, "You're you're not the person that I saved," yeah, and so on. And I think he says that something on the lines of the village that she came from, you know, those people, and you know, mm. she's kind of she's she's basically saying that while her body is going to go on for however long, possibly you know forever yeah and she's and that sort of stuff but she's saying that her memory isn't sticking around with her as 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 she ages so she can't remember that far back and i think that scene at the end when um the lion guy um arion mm-hmm. um opens the portal and his ships are, are starting to attack i think that's maybe like a little jog in her memory where we had odin come down before right. with those soldiers and attack her village when she was little this is kind of like the same thing okay where, all right where yeah, we have I can a, see that. you know where we have suddenly there's a bad guy in the mix and now his buddies are coming down from a spaceship to attack this little village of where they are mm. like, i link the two together almost and i'm not sure if that was purposefully done that way but that's how i saw it so that's why i thought that her performance at the end bit was quite cool because it's almost like deja vu for her it's like a little bit of memories clicked in she's mm. like oh my god i've been here before Right. Okay. Yeah. That that does work a bit better for me. I can I can see that. I mean, I hadn't made that that connection. Um, but yeah, that does work. I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. 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 No. I mean, I'm I'm clutching at straws here. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I can see where where you're going going with that. Yeah. But other than that, though, I thought the rest of the time she was she was fairly okay. It was just a few key scenes for me that I thought she was she was pretty good. Um, and yeah. It was. I agree with you though. Capaldi definitely carried it again. Mm. He, he was really good once again. I didn't think. Don't get me wrong. I didn't think she was awful. I mean, she wasn't. She wasn't as bad as say like the two guards that come in and start shooting the roof and pulling silly faces. She wasn't that awful. <laughs> but um. But 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 I just kept thinking all the way through. If you'd got because the writing, like you said, was the actual script itself was quite nice. I just kept thinking if you got somebody who was giving like an equal performance to Peter Capaldi right now, this would be so much stronger. Right. Uh, um, I'm sort of, th- I, I can't think of anyone as an example, but, um, but you know, if you had an actress or, an act, you know, with some gravitas about it, 
I just found her almost like, I think almost sort of too young. I don't know. There was just, I just wanted to see Peter acting against someone with the same acting ability. And I didn't, I didn't think she quite had it, I suppose. It's the easiest way to say it. Oh, okay. I read you. Yeah. There, yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking of her being young, mm. what did you think to her doing her adult male voice while she was doing her robbery at the beginning? See, yeah. What, how, what, how was she doing that? She practiced that for a long time, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get it. Did Did you realise it was her to begin with? Though? I have to say, I mean, the first time I watched this, it was on the the laptop because it was the preview. So I didn't. When it re- was revealed to be her, it did surprise me. I think if I'd have been watching on the big screen like the TV, I might have guessed. But did you guess straight away it was her? No. No. I, okay. I, I thought it. Well, that's that's strange, because I thought I was in my mind. I was like, that's her. That's mm. got to be her. And then I thought, no, no, it sounds nothing like her. So it can't be yeah. her. But then I thought, is it some kind of little um, voice changery thing that she's got hold of? Then I thought, no, because that time period, they wouldn't have that. But then, there's, you know, has she found something that does that? I, I don't know. I constantly turned in front of my mind. I was like, that's mm. her. I'm sure it is. Because we've all seen the promo pictures yeah. before the episode went out with her dressed in that stuff. So I thought it is her, but then it's like, no, it doesn't sound like her. It can't be her, but it is. <laughs> so I didn't think it was her until I actually saw it with my own eyes sort of thing. It was a mind trick. Yes. I thought yeah. it, maybe there was more of them as well. I thought maybe it was her, but somebody else, like, you know, somebody else in her gang maybe who was doing the voice, but I don't know. Mm. Yeah, if but, old um, Michael Robbins or whatever his name was from Visitation, he would have known. Yes. It, it is, it is, but a conjuring trick, sir. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he would have known. He'd he would have, have sussed, known. He'd yeah. have sussed that straight away. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay. All right. I'm going to come on to one of the few positives I've got for this episode, uh, which is Rufus Hound as uh, Sam Swift the Quick. Sam Swift. He was cool. Yeah. I actually liked him. I thought he was good. I thought he gave some nice, a nice performance. Um, yeah, I liked him. I, I, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad he's immortal because uh, he, he can come back. Yeah, I thought he worked quite well in it. He gave a, a amusing but not over the top performance. Um, yeah, and I thought he he was good in it. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I thought he was very good, and he was genuinely quite funny. Some of the jokes that he was saying, not really the jokes were funny, but the way that he was putting them across. You know, just before he was going to be hanged. They were a bit hung, smut- should I say. They were a bit smutty, weren't they? Some of the, yeah. Who's writing these smutty gags? I can't help but have this visage, um, this image, I mean, of, of Peter Capaldi just sneaking in. Uh, not Peter Capaldi, what's going on? Stephen Moffat creeping in and adding these little yeah. smutty jokes because they keep popping up. Like There's something about um, his big nose and we all know what that means. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. And being well hung and all that. I was thinking... A little bit close to knuckle, but yeah, actually, there's... mate, yeah, I'd say it's more Russell T. Davis jokes than, mm, than Moffat. Yeah, a bit of smut creeping yeah. in. Um, does seem to be happening uh, a lot this series already. Yeah, <laughs> we're going down that sort of carry on line. But he did, yeah, he did deliver it in a. Yeah, his performance was nice. I thought yeah. it wasn't wasn't too over the top, and I liked it. It did go on a bit though when he was being hung i mean like he was like um trying to delay being hung as you would um and the doc you know he was doing the whole doctor doctor gag with the doctor that was quite a nice little bit of interaction so i did enjoy that yeah yeah he was he was quite good i thought yeah i like i like old rufus ham yeah sam sam swift the quick isn't it sam swift the quick yeah and that little scene where he tries to rob um the doctor in a nightmare as she's known 
Mm. Um, he was relatively funny with that as well, even though he wasn't trying to be. Yeah, but, I was going to say that's kind of reminiscent of the whole Robin Hood, wasn't it? Because the Doctor was like, um, clearly, you know, I, I'm on record as no gags or something like that. Against banter. That's it. Yeah. yeah nice little throwback. Um, actually, while we're here, uh, that, that scene does remind me of the Sonic Shades, which the Doctor wears a lot in this episode. Oh, now, no. Well, I, I just think he looks ridiculous in them if he's wearing, <laughs> when he's wearing them all the time. Um, I kind of got, I, I kind of liked it in a sense when she put on the mask and he put on the shades. That that worked. I oh, when they're yeah, robbing okay. the house. Yeah, yeah, that's I quite liked that. Um, but then, yeah, he's just wearing them all the time, and I just think he looks a bit silly after a while. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the shades, but but yeah, I did like the scene where he's wearing them in the house, um, looking for the amulet or whatever it was. Mm that they were after. Um, again, it was played for last, but it went on a bit, didn't it? Yes. And they, um, in their escape as well from that house, mm. uh, they've climbed up the cleanest chimney mm. I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. they had people cleaning chimneys back in the day, but come on. We also get quite an interesting little bit of dialogue in that, that scene um, where she's referring to, we're sort of covering old ground a bit, but it, it kind of, you know, is leading again towards Clara's exit, I feel. Yeah. Um, she she did mention about Clara leaving it one day and all this, how many Claras are you going to lose and all that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, we kind of got that while they were going up in the chimney. But the thing is, it's quite a serious moment and it was kind of underplayed a bit by Murray's music, which was doing this sort of comedy jingle, wasn't it? Um, mm. That didn't really think yeah. it suited the actual scene that was being played out um but yeah so we we know i think we know where we're heading again this comes back to when clara enters at the end and she's saying i'm not going anywhere and you sort of think it oh famous last words Famously. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah you regret that one in the morning oh dear. yeah um i actually i quite liked uh, it was quite nice to have a bit of a break from clara because when she did come in at the end um i was quite pleased to see her which i never thought i'd be saying um, but I was yeah, thinking, oh, yeah. there's old Clara. Uh, she'll be gone soon. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, yeah, but it was quite a nice little end scene. Um, and we got, there was a thing about selfie, wasn't there? Because um, yeah. Ashilda's has become this new patron saint looking after the doctor's old companions and friends. Would you, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm not. Mm. She's sort of in the background of this picture. I'm not, not quite sure. What, yeah, I don't know where they're going with that. No, and I did write in my notes, we're going to see a shielder again. And then straight after the episode, they announced that we are going to see her again. I was yeah. like, oh, you know, yeah. um, I'm not really too pleased about that. But yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're going to. It's another one of those little things that doesn't really need to be explored anymore. No, I think so. They they did that with Clara, didn't they? Remember when? The Impossible Girl. The Impossible Girl. And we had this theory about she's she's looked after and saved the doctor over the years and mm. and that sort of thing. This is nearly nearly the same concept, isn't it, where she's not saving them but she's just looking out for them, I guess. The doctor's past companions and Do we know what episode she's popping up in again? Because I, I get a feeling it's gonna I get a feeling this whole thing is is to do with Clara's exit. I, I'm sure this whole two part has been devised to create this character that's immortal and it's all leading up to clara's exit somehow that, that's my gut feeling mm, i'm not sure when we're going to see her again mm. what episode it's going to be but yeah i think you're right i think this has got she's going to be looking clara. yeah 
Yeah, she's going to be looking out for Clara because Clara kind of saved her in the girl who died, didn't she? At that yes. when they were. So I, I kind of guess it's going to come full circle. I think that's that's my gut feeling. Yeah, I think you're right, mate. Yeah. I did like the bit, you know, because the Doctor's been playing the guitar a lot. And again, a bit like the Solid Shades, this is becoming a bit repetitive in my personal opinion. But I did like the scene because he's kind of playing this very melancholy, melancholy, sad tune. Yeah. And then when Clara comes in, again, this is a testament to Capaldi's performance. He just pretends to be all upbeat and happy. And I kind of liked that, um, just showing that he's, you know, Clara's keeping him, his spirits up a bit. And, you know, that was quite a nice little scene, I thought. Yeah. Nice little tune as well. Yeah, I was trying to work out what it was. It was one of those tunes that you, you recognise. It's the intro. I was thinking, is it, is it uh, Elvis? What is it? Um, but yeah, I couldn't. To this day, I can't place what it was he was playing. No, but I don't know. It worked. It worked well. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those little scenes. It was quite good. Mm. And yeah, and I, I quite liked Clara's performance in it. It's, it's, it's horrible to say, really, but I'm kind of I kind of like Clara in small doses these days. Mm, yeah. Um, and I think it's as you know, as much as it pains some people to hear, I think it's definitely time for her to to go. It, it is, it is. Yeah, I mean, I, she's been very hit and miss with me, Clara. But I am, I am liking her more. Um, but I'm ready for for her to move on. But yeah. I'm glad I'm liking it because uh, I think if she'd have gone during series seven, I would have just been so pleased. I would have been, oh, thank goodness she's gone. Hmm. Whereas now I've grown to sort of like her. Uh, even though she's so inconsistently written, I've grown to quite like her, and I keep thinking, "Yeah, I'm probably gonna, you know, I am gonna be affected by her leaving now. You know, I'm gonna, it's gonna work for me. I'm not just gonna be sat there grinning, thinking, oh, thank God, <laughs> yeah, because I have grown to quite like her in a way. Yeah. I think she's she's been definitely better with Capaldi. I think again, that's what I was saying about when he was so pleased to see her. Um, yeah, I think she works better with Capaldi. So. Yeah, that clock is ticking, and I think it's going. I think it's going to be good. Yes, the I hope, clock hope she is gets definitely a, ticking. It definitely is. I hope she yeah. gets a decent send off. Yeah. Before we move on to reviews, what did you think to um, Arion, the the lion chap? Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't mention him. I thought he looked bloody ridiculous. <laughs> I thought he looked like something out of a something out of a Beauty and the Beast panto in Skegness. Absolutely awful. <laughs> awful. Yeah. The only, the only good thing about it is when the doctor says, "Do you have a cat?" and it, was, it just made me smile. But no, I thought he looked terrible. Just a panto performance. Yeah. Uh, the the least I say about him, the better, really. Oh dear. What about you? Did I, you like him? I thought he looked really good when you couldn't see oh. him. Oh, okay. Thank God. Uh, I yeah. thought the bits where he's where he's hiding in the bush, and those things where you just see those glowing eyes. I thought, yeah, this could be a badass looking yeah, creature he, there. He should have stayed in the in the shadows. Yes, he should have stayed there. And, um, yeah, it, it it was one of those just plot filler characters, I guess. It was no, there was no real big significance to him as a character. He was just there to to push the story along a little bit, I think. Yeah, I mean the actual the actual sort of face mask itself. It was decent enough, but I'm talking about his costume and that stupid big belt and the gold headband, and I, I just thought he looked ridiculous, uh, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just glad he wasn't on screen too much. Um, yeah. So, yeah, one other positive before we move on to the to the scores. Um, the scene at the end, I thought, was quite nice, where they just sat in the pub, um, the two swans, was it, or something like that? It's quite a nice sign. Yeah, um, yeah. We get Captain Jack gets a mention. It's always nice. To, to have Captain Jack getting a mention. 
Um, I mean, it's kind of a given, really, given the storyline that they've gone down. So, yeah, and that was quite good just to see him having a chat with a shielder and on all that. And Rufus sort of being, well, now he's immortal too, but she's obviously not interested because he just kind of gives her a look of thanks, you know, but I know you're not interested kind of look. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was a nice little scene at the end. It did, did tie up the episode quite well. And, and once again, we were left with a few questions of where we're going with this character. So, yeah, that, that was okay. Okay. Yeah. And I must just mention, actually, I've been referring to that character incorrectly. Which one? Uh, uh, well, the lion guy. Oh, Neandro. Uh, Leandro. I've been referring to the actor's name. Oh, what's his name? Arion Baker. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. So, yeah, Leandro is the lion chap. Yes. Um, yeah, let's move on to scores, mate. Let's. <laughs> I think we should, yeah. Yeah, um, right, yeah, I think it is. Mm, whose turn is it first? I think it's me. No, I think it's you. It's, it's me. It's yeah, you, I was, yeah, I was. I wasn't going to tell you. I was going to let you go. Oh, it's yeah. me. Um... I'm giving this, I'm probably being too generous, but I'm giving it a 4.5 out of 10. Right. Which I think is, which is, I think, what you gave last week, isn't it? I gave, yeah, The Girl Who Died. See, I enjoyed so. The Girl Who Died a, more, a lot more than this one. Yeah, me too. It had a lot more humour in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 4.5 for me. What about you? Uh, it's a 4.5 for me. Really? Okay, so you're putting yeah. it on par, on par with last week. Yeah. Because, like I said, there were some scenes that I did enjoy. And I did like Maisie Williams in a few scenes as well. Right. Um, and also the, I thought it was very well written. And I think it was Capaldi that, that carried that through for sure. Yeah. See, I, yeah. just before we move on to the reviews, as an overall two-parter, um, I'm just going to say I didn't enjoy this one very much. I, I don't like this concept. I don't like the whole overriding story that the doctors saved this girl and made her immortal. Um, and yeah, although I quite enjoyed the humor and some of the stuff in, in the first part as an overall two parter, this hasn't worked for me. Um, I've really enjoyed the series up to now, but yeah, this episode just hasn't, hasn't done it. Hasn't lit the fire. No. So I'm going to give the overall two parter a 5.5 out of 10. Yeah. What about you for the two together? Um, as an overall, I'd give it a five. Five. Yeah. 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 Which is a shame because... The first four episodes have been really, really good. Yeah. But then again, this is this is just par for the course, I think, with Who. I think you you are going to get the odd clunker. No no complete series is perfect. So it's one of those things, mate. Yeah. And it's, right. it's, it's, it's once again, I mean, even when Doctor Who's not hitting, firing on all cylinders, for me, it, it's still good. I mean, I still think they're watchable and there's still a lot in there to enjoy. But yeah, certainly out of the... You know, the first three two-parters that we've had, this is certainly the weakest. Um, I've really enjoyed the first sort of two. Right, yeah. cool. So let's see what other people thought. Yes, what did you guys think? Let's jump to Facebook. Lewis Palmer, uh, he's put not a fan. Oh, Felt unnecessary and redundant, and this is coming from someone who liked last week. Uh, felt very slow and boring, uh, which would be a good thing if it was building to a satisfying climax. Uh, what was the climax? Two minutes of Maisie Williams going... I can look at me, uh, I'm Maisie Williams, and I care. <laughs> no, not good. I'm fed up with the episode quality going up and down like a yo-yo. Um, and, oh, yeah, there was also no consistency with last week. Uh, despite this, I'm very much looking forward to the classic sound in Zygon Invasion. Yeah. I think which we all are. Yes, I certainly am. Yeah. Yes. Uh, ben Smith. 
uh, an enjoyable episode. Maisie Williams' character get the chance to shine and her conversations with her doctor were about immortality were the best bits of the episode. Uh, the flashbacks to history were nice. Uh, the comedy fell flat, especially Sam Swift's character. Oh, really? Uh, the, hmm. the cat villain was underused and the way he vanished when the portal closed was far too convenient. Yeah. Uh, I think the main reason I enjoyed this was because Clara wasn't there. Uh, seven out of ten. Okay. Uh, Adam Time Lord Fishwick. Oh, Short and sweet. I loved it. <laughs> okay. I'm glad he enjoyed it. Yeah. Sammy Satine. Uh, that was good. I liked it, but as with last week, I can see why people probably won't. Uh, the mm. characters had time to breathe. Catman was sort of threatening. I think this was more of a reflection on the Doctor in his life. Nice mention of Captain Jack. Um, Ashilda was good, but she didn't care. Then suddenly did. And then for the most of the episode, she wants the Doctor to take her away. And when she finally has the chance, she refuses. Seemed odd. Looking forward to next week. It has Zygons. <laughs> uh, let's uh, play our audio review this week from our good buddy Jay Kent. Ah. Hi, hi, Gary and Adam. Now, the woman who lived. What's an improvement on last week's, well, not fiasco, but disappointment? A shielder has grown up from a one-dimensional bland character to one with so much character depth she puts the bottomless pit to shame. I found her to be a lot better than Clara as a companion with her ability to be in control without being controlling and the effects of immortality coming through and changing her character completely. She was brilliant. However, she didn't age, so if she can die, why can't she age? Why does she still look like she's 12? Anyway, it's good to see the Who function without an alien driving the plot and be more character-driven, even if the Sonic sunglasses had an unexplained return. And a Shilder's man voice, why did she? Why? How could she do that with her vocal cords? I couldn't do that if I tried. Anyway, I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking forward to next week with the Zygons and uh, seven out of ten. Lovely stuff. Have a good rest of the show. Hope you're all finding dandy. Goodbye. <laughs> Cheers, Jay. Always, always enjoy your audio clips, mate. Um, um, can I just pick on something Jay said because uh, it's a, something I thought as well yeah. about the aging. Yeah, she's immortal, but why? She would age, wouldn't she? I, I thought that as well. I think she looks exactly the same. Surely she would age as well. Maybe she does, but just very slowly. It's a hell of a pill, isn't it? Anyway, it's let's move on. Uh, yes, a few more people on Facebook. Uh, Tom Dix, uh, a fantastic episode, if you ask me. I haven't disliked a single episode yet. Um, it was a nice little character piece that not only made us see the Doctor in a new light, but also helped to move the series forward um, in terms of overall plot. Uh, my only niggle about Series 9 so far is that there is too much foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. Even tonight where Clara wasn't in her story, her exit was still in our face. Very mm -hmm. true. true. Uh, Joe Sweeney. Uh, it, was a little, uh, it was a little better than last week's episode. Um, it did have its ups and down moments. Uh, story did lack a little, but it did pick up mostly. Uh, Leandro was a bit scary and threatening. Peter's performance is a lot better since last week. Um, wasn't impressed with the return of the Sonic Shades. Uh, on top of it, I like the scene uh, between the Doctor and the Shielder when they said about watch out for their friends rather than their enemies. Uh, over a good episode, but again, not a solid one. But it did certainly make up for my disappointment. Seven out of ten. Uh, he's also really excited about the Zygons. Mm. on saturday and lastly jeff waddle oh, jeff people will get fed up with me being negative not me jeff come on uh, i have genuinely liked the highs of moffat era who rather than uh, what came before um, but after this season i've come to realize as much as i love capaldi he is being shafted with utter dross of scripts mm. so it's classic who for me i will still listen i won't be watching and i'm out 
<gasps> He's it, out. And it genuinely troubles me to say that. Oh, Jeff. Oh, dear. Oh, mate. Yep, he's definitely not liking her at the minute. No, no, he's not. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. So that was all on Facebook. Thank you very much, guys. Anything on Geeks? Yeah, we had a couple on Geeks. We had uh, Martin from Bad Wolf. Um, he says, in all honesty, if it wasn't for my kids, I would have stopped watching last year. Ooh. I hate being down on Dot 2, but I will always give my honest opinion. Time for a new showrunner, he says. Mm -hmm. So he did enjoy it. Um, Harry Walker says, excellent episode. Maisie Williams was magnificent. Capaldi was also magnificent. It was great to not have Clara in it to the extent that I actually found myself feeling annoyed when she turned up at the end. <laughs> Rufus Hound was a hilarious addition. Catherine Trigena needs to write more for Doctor Who. This was a brilliant character piece. I think it gets a 9 or even 10 out of 10. Wow, cool. Okay. Uh, Simon Clark loved it. Nice to see Peter and Maisie work well together. Nice story, which hopefully will continue with Maisie returning in the future. About time some new life and ideas happened. Okay. Spence Horton says he found it dreary. Okay. <laughs> Rob Charlton asked me, Uncle Bob. Hello, Uncle Bob. He says, this week was better than last week's road trip into aiming at a school play audience. I like, <laughs> like this week's and can't wait for next week's. Okay. Dean Jones, uh, as a nice, as a character piece, I really liked it. As a story, it was just okay. But that's his initial reaction. I think he's going to give it an, another watch. Okay. Ryan Anthony left a very long um, comment. Basically, he said after Series 8 um, this episode happened, I could not believe it when I saw the time and realised it was halfway through and yet nothing had bloody happened. I know. <laughs> it was quite boring and dull, but thankfully there were a few positives. Capaldi and Williams acted great. Rufus Hound was quite good and had some funny lines and the best part of it, when it finished. Oh dear. Oh dear. I, found it, I found 35 minutes of this bad and the last 10 great. I hope this was just a one-off bad episode and not the turning point of what could be a perfect series. Six out of ten from Ryan. Uh, got a couple more. Uh, Devin Baker, huge improvement over last time. He's given it 7.5 out of ten. Uh, Alex Pinfield, really enjoyed it. Um, slowed down and just tell a good two-handed drama and the realities of the issues of the Doctor's life and its effects on those who lives after him. See, that's the thing, Alex. I think we've kind of, we're kind of doing this too much. We're always banging on about the people the Doctor leaves behind. That's, that's another thing that kind of annoys me. Um, but anyway, uh, he says, great performance from Peter Capaldi and Maisie Williams and still a nice scene with Jenna at the end. One happy fan here. So Alex really enjoyed it. Uh, Jace Howells really liked it. Miss Williams was really good in it. Such a good actress. I thought she was cardboard mate sorry um <laughs> lee collins uh, this is lastly lee collins he says loving capaldi but not the scripts and stories time for a new showrunner bring back russell t i think so okay. yeah quite a mixed bag but again yeah a lot of people liked it which is great i'm, I'm i love it when people love who um i just wish i knew what it was you know you saw because i just didn't get it but yeah yeah good good stuff good stuff all thanks around. for all the comments guys yeah thank you as always Always lovely to hear your um, your reviews and thoughts on stuff. If you want to send in audio clips, please do so, but please try and keep it to around 30 seconds, maybe a minute tops. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and we'll play them out for you. Uh, so, yeah, roughly split down the middle, I would say. Mm -hmm. I, think you rev I think people absolutely hated it and reviewed it very lowly. Very lowly? Very lowly. <laughs> very lowly. Um, 
they scored it very low or they went the other way and it was we had some nines and tens so another one another marmite one buddy another marmite one yes yeah but thankfully we've got zygons next week haven't we and uh i'm looking forward to this i don't know about you because i I was kind of a bit miffed how that storyline trailed off in the Day of the Doctor. So I'm really hoping that um, that we pick up from there. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming that's where we're going to connect with it. But who knows with the Moffat. But yeah, looking forward to seeing those pesky Zygons return next week. What's, it, what's it actually called? Uh, is it the Zygon Invasion? Invasion, yes. Yeah, Zygon Invasion. So we'll be reviewing that next week, which yeah. I'm... I'm excited about. Followed by the Zygon inversion. Mm, mm. See what they did there? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? They did change <laughs> that, though, didn't they? It was called something else for a while. They, oh, they yeah. Cha- yeah, they yeah. changed it, yeah. They changed it. Anyway, Zygons next week. Mm. And I think we're going to wrap there. Let's do it. Thank you very much for joining us for episode 62 and for your thoughts and feelings and waffles and rantings and whimsy <laughs> on uh, The Girl Who Lived. Um, I think we pretty much agree with with most of it, um, but if you guys did like it, then that's cool. All good. You can't argue with opinion. No, it's, it's always good to have difference of opinion. Of course, yes. Better that than people being different, <laughs> yeah. for sure. <laughs> Anyways, trivia. Last week, we asked you, what hobby does Wilf engage in, quote-unquote, up the hill? Mm. He's gone up the hill. <laughs> um, the answer was, of course, uh, however you want to call it, really, astronomy, stargazing, TARDIS watching, whatever. Mm. Uh, a few people, Paladin of Gallifrey on Facebook, Kira Knight on Facebook, and Alex Kingdom on Facebook too. Well done, guys. Well done, guys. Uh, trivia for... Uh, next week um, warehouse number what where the ood brain is kept so what number warehouse is the ood brain kept oh ood brain we the, watched that recently as well didn't we we did indeed and mm. I thought it'd be a cool question for a tenant based episode based on the recent news of tenant doing the big finish stuff yeah so yeah what where what number warehouse was the Ood Brain Kept. Send us your answer on Twitter or Facebook and we'll read the correct ones out next week. For sure. And Adam will find them and tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I always think I know the answers and I don't. (laughs) It's a good job I'm not doing a Dot 2 quiz. Yeah, pub quiz with Adam. I always think I know it all and then I'm always wrong. (laughs) Yeah, you'd be like, who plays the Doctor in Series 1? I can only answer questions on time and time the Rani. It's the only thing I'm an expert on. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so head over to the website, www.bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk. Uh, you can listen to all of the episodes that we've ever done, all 62 of them. All 62, yeah. And you can also link off to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and give us a like and a follow on there. Um, if you guys to subscribe or listen on iTunes, if you would give us a review, that would be amazing. Thank you very much. Also, check out Adam's channel on YouTube and Facebook, The Geek's Handbag. So mm. many good videos on there. It's worth checking out. Halloween special this week. Yay. Yeah, I, I loved doing it. I hope you guys enjoy it. It was fun. Yeah, looking forward to that. We will see you next week. Until then, my name's Gary. And my name's Adam. And remember, Alonzi. Alonzi.